are reviewing episode 12 of season one of Arrested Development, Marta Complex. Michael delivers his speech about love at what he told his mother was a Valentine's Day party, but it was actually an anniversary party for Tobias and Lindsay. Well, his impactful speech made Marta realize she has feelings for the wrong Hermano. Speech. 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 The family continued to chant speech, speech, speech for no one in particular. The family really wants a speech and really needs a good one during their family crisis, and they were supposed to get one from George from prison. Hello, I'm George Bluth, and for the next 45 minutes, let me take you on a journey. Good grief, he sent us one of his idiot videotapes. First this. You've seen George Bluth on videotape. You have got to learn to be alone. I cheated and I lied. And I hoard around. Caged wisdom changed my life. Now's your chance to own the entire George Bluth Caged Wisdom Library for only four payments of $19. This was supposed to be my anniversary time. Michael finally makes his speech, and everyone seems to take it the wrong way. Buster in the literal sense. Cheers to mom and dad, to Buster and Lucille. <laughs> Don't forget my girlfriend. To I meant. Michael tries to help his little brother get away from the grasp of his mother. And he even does Lucille a solid as well. Hello. Hey, brother. I just want to tell you how much I enjoyed your speech yesterday. You know, about family and, and being true to ourselves. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad it made an impact. Yeah. I never want to look at mom again. What happened? I can't really talk. She might be listening in. Do you know she tried to set up my girlfriend with a man? That's not really what I was going for. I'm a man, Michael. I'm a man. Can I trot this yogurt? Buster, two things. First of all, I think it might be time for you to move out. You know? And secondly, you don't want to take any chances with yogurt. Mom, just let her throw it out. H hello, who's on this phone? <laughs> it seems as though nobody is giving good advice in this episode. I'll tell you a little story about acting. I was doing the Showtime movie Hot Ice with Ann Archer. Never once touched my per diem. I go to craft service, get some raw veggies, bacon, cup of soup. <laughs> Baby, I had a stew going. I think I'd like my money back. This is episode number 12 of the Banana Stand podcast. I am Joe Aguirre. She is Eden Fritz Aguirre. Make sure you visit clovercrestmedia.com backslash the banana stand. Follow us on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter. We are at Banana Stand Cast. Great episode, uh, Marta Complex, a Valentine's Day anniversary party. Michael has tricked his mother. She believes it was a Valentine's <laughs> Day party when, in fact, uh, it was an anniversary party for Lindsay and Tobias. She's like, you tricked me. And Michael's like, no, I deceived you, Mom. Trick makes it sound like we have a playful relationship. One of my favorite lines from this entire episode, and really for this whole episode, I mean, that that's what it is. Uh, they're chanting for the speech. Michael finally decides to make the speech. Typical. And Marta, for one, takes this thing really the wrong way. It really thinks Michael's speaking kind of to her. And that sets off a whole side note to this episode, which we'll obviously get to. After the party, 
uh, Lindsay and Michael are talking. He's like, 14 years, that's really something. And she's like, yeah, really something. She's like, I want to file for divorce. And, um, you know, Michael plays it like he's surprised, but he's known about the never nude stuff. And and, uh, I think he had even asked Tobias, and Tobias said, uh, 9-11. Well, correct. <laughs> he asked, or, you know, yeah, they were talking in the kitchen, and oh. Tobias said, we've hit a rough patch. And Michael said, you've just hit the rough patch? I thought this has been an ongoing thing. Where did this start? <laughs> and that's when Tobias says, well, I don't want to blame it all on 9-11, but that certainly didn't help. Great Tobias line. I think that's my favorite line from him. I mean, he, he says a lot of classic lines he just needs to record himself meanwhile he really does meanwhile <laughs> tobias is out there on the balcony uh with carl weathers uh finally realizes maybe he's made a mistake giving away his last eleven hundred dollars then of course uh, he gets booked for a gig uh frightened inmate number two and uh he gets there and everybody looks exactly like him which was so funny that was hysterical I wonder how many of them were never nudes. <laughs> Maybe a handful. Who knows? So yay for Tobias. Finally gets his, he finally lands a role. Um, we'll get to more of that. Uh, because at the party, George Michael says he's looking for a sign. And uh, he gets, it's wrong. He gets no way. He Finally, he gets one that reads, of the little caddy, Maybe Tonight. And he brings it to Maybe and he hands it to her. And he's like, this feels like a one in a million. What are the odds that it would say that? And uh, we find out, actually, it was a one in eight chance he was going to pull that particular mint. This family just doesn't know what a sign is. No, they don't. Ironically enough, I just mentioned Tobias, who was looking for his own sign, um, when they literally handed him the money and the plane ticket and the appointment to go and get his medical license back. But, you know, you're right. This family really does struggle with signs. Interestingly enough, bad editing job because he pulls a purple candy out, but the one he hands to Maybe is actually orange, and that's the one she throws and hits her father in the back of the head. That would have been a great trivia question. I didn't even catch that. Oh, I didn't. I figured you would, all-knowing and all-powerful. I know a lot. doesn't mean I have good eyes. (laughs) <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Lucille's up to no good. She doesn't like the fact that Lucille, too, and Buster are having a relationship. So guess who's coming to dinner, which is obviously a very funny reference. Uh, Carl Weathers is coming over for some ham. And uh, as we find out, Buster has class on Tuesday, and that's when Lucille arranged for Lucille, too, and Carl Weathers to have dinner. Um, Buster's not very happy with it. That's part of the reason why he called Michael. He's wondering why his mother is trying to set him up, his girlfriend up, with another man. It's a real bummer for him. But uh, there's something wrong with this guy, clearly. And uh, he leaves the apartment. He gets rejected when he tries to move in with Lucille, too. Because he's doing it for all the wrong reasons. No, you're replacing my mother. (laughs) Was the creepiest thing anybody said on this episode, by the way. He's got to prove himself that he's mature and responsible and doesn't need his mother because he has another Lucille in his life. So Tuesday night, Buster goes to the apartment, knocks on the door, uh, Carl Weathers answers, and um, (laughs) I thought you had class, Buster. It drops the line a bunch of times. It's so (laughs) hilarious. I thought you had class. Um, 
He explains that there's nothing going on, Carl Weathers and, and Lucille, too, that it's just a just a couple of adults getting a stew on. Oh, man. Buster says he doesn't know what that means, but it sounds disgusting. <laughs> 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 Another one of my uh, favorite parts of this episode. Meanwhile, uh, his mother is actually uh, pretty excited. She goes to see George. Uh, he of the idiot videotapes. I actually do have a uh, trivia question for you and for everybody. Oh, you ready to do it? Always. Um, George Bluth's Caged Wisdom is a fantastic piece of 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 audio wisdom, obviously on tape. Uh, you can purchase it for how many and what monthly payment? Oh. What? I should know this. Give me a second. I think it's nineteen ninety nine. That doesn't even sound right in my head. It's a weird number. I don't know the monthly. It's four payments of nineteen ninety five. Oh man. Yeah. I was super close. It's I had uh, the right idea. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's actually in the opening clip. So if anybody was actually paying attention, you would have gotten that correct. I that was definitely a dig at me, and it was noted. That's a really that's a dig on anybody who uh, who doesn't really listen to the beginning, because there's always going to be a clue in there. Well, then let me redeem myself yeah. real quick with a trivia question. You got one for me, so, do you? Yeah, yes, smart pants over here. So, at the party that you were just talking about, what kind of sweater was Lupe wearing? Oh my goodness, Lupe was wearing a sweater. Uh, was it with a puppy on it? Halloween? You're super close, but no. Christmas sweater? Thanksgiving. The holiday in between. And you'll notice she's always like about a holiday or two behind. That's hilarious. Typically. Until at one point she pulls out like a George Bush election sweater, which was super funny because that came on way later in the show. She's so great. What a great supporting character she is. She's great. Uh, meanwhile, so uh, Marta uh, realizes that she's made a huge mistake. Uh, Lindsay's takeaway from the speech was to get a divorce. Uh, Buster never wants to see his mother's face again. Um, Job decides Marta's cheating on him with Hermano. I mean, again, everybody sort of takes the speech the wrong way. Um, the yogurt line is also amazing. Uh, the way, the way, uh, Michael, when he was talking to Buster, heard his mom on the phone. I, I absolutely love that. The weird, uh, scene, and we'll get to your George Michael meter maybe when we talk about this part, uh, bunking cousins, kissing cousins. Oh no. Why am I in trouble? Uh, that was, I know you hate the whole cousin thing. At this point, though, understand he thinks that there's a possibility because uh, Tobias had mentioned that there was some trouble conceiving uh, when he ended up bunking with Tobias. As Lindsay said, I'm going to sleep with my daughter. You're going to sleep with my husband. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> that line was disgusting. I think I just puked in my mouth a little. So here's my thing with all that. You know, I'm glad that, quote unquote, you know, they may not be related. I'm glad that, you know, we're up to that standard. Hey, they're not even related. Not creepy anymore. You know, the person who you've treated as a cousin and known as a cousin for the past 14 years. Still creepy. Still wrong. He takes her hair and he goes, see, he wants to go get DNA <laughs> testing done. It's great. I'll see you when I get back from the lab. <laughs> That's so funny and creepy, so, though. Very creepy. Again, I just, I struggle with that, and you know how weird that is. So I'm going to give him a six this episode. I feel like that's generous. It is. 
because he was placed in the middle of Lindsay and Tobias's marriage problems. He had to sleep with Uncle Tobias. I mean, I don't know. I feel bad for him, and I don't. He also got way too excited about, you know, possibly not being related to maybe. I don't know. That just freaks me <laughs> out. So I feel like a six is very generous of me. I have another uh, trivia question, and it's an easy one. I know you're going to get it. Uh, the name of the soap opera that Marta works on is called? El Amor Prohibido. Okay. Now, I was working on a better trivia question. Uh, during the episode, uh, we find out, and we'll get to this in a minute, but she buys Michael the, the tuxedo. And she's in a he, – uh, Ron Howard just refers to it as a uh, fine men's store, clothing store. Doesn't give the name of it, and you could just see the letters. It looks like Alexandrelays or so, I, I couldn't, and I tried to uh, watch it a couple times. Um, even in freezing it, you just can't quite see it right, and so I, I couldn't. That was going to be my trivia question, which you would have not gotten, correct? No one would have gotten it. I'm sure Ron Howard himself wouldn't have even gotten the it. The letters are so um, illegible that, like I said, uh, three times I tried this and I couldn't. Even with like uh, uh, freezing the screen, just wasn't happening. Well, for anybody listening, if you possibly know what the name of the store is, mention it on Instagram or on Twitter. We'd love to figure out what that is. But since your trivia questions seem to crash and burn, I have one for you. Hilarious. And you're definitely not going to get it. Oh, I never do. What are, what are the names of Marta's children? Oh, man. One okay. of the son's no. names was said multiple times, so uh, I don't feel that bad. Mi hermano. Oh, gosh. Her son. No. Two. She has two sons. That yeah. just made it even worse. And his hermano. No, the, I, I don't know. The names are Cortesio and Amable. No, see, I wrote down uh, her son and his hermano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, her hermano. Yeah. Oh, that made it even worse. Uh, another funny also part wrong. of the uh, show was when uh, Marta, uh, Michael's looking, or uh, uh, basically following Marta, and he loses her. Um, she comes to the house to look for him. He doesn't even realize it. She walks in, and Buster uh, falls in love. And uh, at that point, drops a great line, I've been dating an old lady. He realizes uh, the most beautiful one of the world's in front of him. Michael walks in, he says, I lost her, and Marta's there. She wants to see him. And then Job calls. Job seems to always call it the worst times when it comes to Michael and Marta. Am I right? You're definitely right. I mean, that whole situation is weird. Just... These people have the weirdest relationship problems. Ugh. So ridiculous. Uh, let's get to the bottom of this brother stuff, Hermano. And uh, Michael goes and he has his dinner uh, after a hilarious exchange on the phone with Job. Say nobody. If it's, I mean, that was such a hilarious scene. Job wants to come in to the house and Marta's there. And again, Michael answers the phone. As he does all the time for some stupid reason. So Michael and Marta have their dinner. She excuses herself for some ridiculous reason. Again, they, they, they always take phone calls. I guess maybe this is 2003. Maybe that was more acceptable then where you got a call and you're like, I'm going to take this. You don't do that as much anymore, but I suppose that could be a thing. So at one point, 
Marta actually took a phone call while she was with Michael and completely ignored him, like walked away, took the call. That's the whole Hermano thing where that really started. And then that night, she walked away at first because she didn't know what he was talking about and he didn't know what she was talking about because they were both on completely different pages with the relationship. Yes. Which and it's funny because Michael was basically uh, questioning her by saying that they were aligned in their values. I mean, it's a, it's a it's again it's a typical Michael speech where by the time he's done talking, she doesn't want to be with him anymore. Totally blows it, and yep. uh, that's when what are the boys' names again? Cortesio and Amable. Which one's sleeping? Amable. Oh, I don't know which is which. I no, just you don't know, know that's which the names. Oh. No. <laughs> Okay. Well, that made me look worse. All it right. sure did. Well. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, Michael realizes not only that Hermana was brother, but in the card uh, with the tuxedo that she had purchased for him, uh, she signed it, Te amo, which means I love you. So sad. I mean, Michael always blows it, and, and it, that's just another great example of uh, why poor Michael's heart always gets broken. Makes me sad. Well, he should learn from caged wisdom. You have got <laughs> to learn to be alone. Lucille loved it. I mean, oh, at first she, she was sure hesitant. Did. I mean, we all know she went to the prison and she went to George and it was like, Buster moved out. And George is like, oh my God, that's great. And she's like, but I've never lived in the apartment alone. Oh God. Which I guess I kind of forget, like Buster's 42 and has never left her side. But then she ended up enjoying it, of course. Yes, of course she did. Quite a bit. Just a great episode. Uh, the Marta Complex. And you went to George Michael. Uh, or George Michael's rating was what? Six. A six. All right. Again, you can check that out on Instagram. Make sure you're following us on Facebook and on Twitter at the Banana Stand Cast. Uh, make sure you subscribe, comment, do all those things you're supposed to do. Make sure you visit clovercrestmedia.com backslash the Banana Stand. And if you want to start your own podcast, uh, you could certainly do that. We are a full-service production company uh, and always looking on to bring great new shows to the lineup. So if you're down for that, do it. Also, congratulations to Eden, uh, my co-host and my daughter, who uh, in in just a short time uh, in, in college radio broadcasting has already won an Excellence in Radio Award, something I didn't do in 23 years. So You have production awards from our time in Maine. Yeah, I that was counts. great. I'm not saying I wasn't great, yeah, but I didn't get any <laughs> Excellence Awards. So. Well, that's where I learned it all from. Thank you. Congratulations on Thank that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening to Episode 12 of the Banana Stand Podcast. For Eden, I'm Joe McGuire. That does it. See you next time. <laughs>